Welcome to Cashflow Savannah. My name is Julie Gates. I'm here with Chandler Newman, and we are here to talk real estate and the Savannah, Georgia market in particular. We love Savannah. Chandler and I have both lived here a very long time. We're both real estate investors here. Um, we come from very different avenues, and I'll let Chandler talk about his own. Um, but I've been a real estate investor here for about 20 years. Um, I made my first purchase in 2004. I purchased a multifamily property in Richmond Hill. Richmond Hill was expensive then. It's expensive now, but it's also a really great market, as is the rest of the Savannah uh, market. Um, I really got my start as a, com uh, as a commercial real estate investor here in the area. My husband and I started with that, and then we moved into single family and multi small multis later on. Um, and as I built my portfolio, I got kind of frustrated with my property manager. I didn't, I didn't like all the fees. There were a lot of things that frustrated me. And of course, some of my first purchases were, I overpaid because I didn't know what I was doing. We all do that. And so I, at that time, decided to start a property management company just for my own personal use, because I said, this is kind of crazy that I'm giving away all this money and I'm just going to use it to hire a staff. So I did. So I started, Sid was here short-term rentals back in 2017. It was primarily for my short-term rentals, but I also, you know, put my long-term rentals and commercial into that. So um, I actually started, so I, I've done quite a bit with real estate as far as buying and holding myself. And then now with property management, and now I'm an agent here in Savannah and I proudly only work with investors and I really enjoy the investment space. So I'm really proud to bring this podcast to you. And, um, you know, I really love to learn as well. Chandler Lubin is my co-host. Chandler and I actually met through baseball. We both love baseball very much. So I think if you're in our audience for very long, you're going to hear a lot of baseball references. Chandler, tell everyone a little bit about yourself. Yes, my name is Chandler Newman. And um, I kind of grew up, like you said, in the baseball world, just all sports my entire life. Um, so it was baseball, 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 played professional baseball with the San Diego Padres, um, enjoyed every bit of that. And during that time, while I was playing with the Padres, I was, I, I got a chunk of change and I just kind of started wondering, what do you do with money? And what do you do with this money? Like, where do you put it? Where do most people put it? And of course you go on Google, Hey, what do, what should I do with my money? Everything that pops up is like, put it in the stock market, put it in bonds, put it in the bank. And I was like this. So I kind of started looking into that. And I'm like, this is not, this just can't be it. Because in the baseball world, everything is, Hey, go buy this cool car. Uh, go buy the flashy chains. Um, it's very, just spend your money. And I was like, this just, this can't be it. And finally, one day I run into Grant Cardone. Um, of course, he's the first one that popped up. He's always out there. And at first I was kind of like, man, I do not want to own real estate. I thought it was the fixing toilets at 2 a.m. I was kind of, that's what you hear. 
and I, I keep listening. That's all I, I'm a very good listener. I just kept listening. And um, finally, Grant Cardone was like, hey, here's your money. You take it in and put it in some of that cash flows. I was like, all right, it's a pretty simple concept. And um, from there, I was just hooked on real estate, hooked on real estate. Um, and it just made sense. I, I was passionate about it. I love listening about it. Um, and I just like looking at houses, like interior designs. Um, I really enjoy that as well. But uh, Grant Cardone was the one that he sparked it. And then, uh, like I said, when we met back in 2017, was that it? It's been a while when we started really talking real estate. I don't think we had even mentioned real estate when we first met, right? During CrossFit? Well, yeah, we talked, about, we talked about baseball. That's true. Um, and so I had no idea you're a real estate investor. And this is the time I'm probably just now getting to kind of listening. And um, I think my dad told me, oh, they do real estate investing. I'm like, oh, really? And um, so for a long, for the longest time, I was all talk. I'll be honest. Until um, you kind of started pushing me a little bit. You're like, you got to quit talking and just take action. So finally, um I began working with you and started taking some action. Yeah, I'll never forget. I was at a ball field and your dad told me, yeah, Chandler is going to invest with Grant Cardone. And I, <laughs> I really got upset. <laughs> I like, it. Yeah. And I want everyone to know, I like Grant Cardone and I really respect where he's, what he's done in life. Cause the guy came from nothing and he does buy a lot of real estate. It's nothing against him personally, but I also knew the returns that he gave his investors. And because of the returns, I was like, absolutely not. And so that launched me into being the annoying friend where I was like, Chandler, this is Julie. No, don't do it by your own. You know, so that really kind of, you know, that's when I really started talking to you a lot is uh, about real estate. And, um, it's funny, Chandler, because you got into it through Grant Cardone. You're the only person that I know, and I know a lot of real estate investors who has that story. Usually they'll say, you know, HGTV or Magnolia. Um, I can't think, excuse me, the, there's the couple, you know, there's all these different HGTV celebrities, you know, that do flipping and you definitely kind of have a unique story there. Yeah, no, I, um, I've always been the one to not follow the crowd. I've always done that. I think that's what separated me in baseball as well. But I was like, spending this money is not is because I did it. I spent the money. That's what but I'm kind of glad I spent the money because it was a learning process. Oh, it's, this money was spent out the window. Um, here's what I need to do now with it. So. Well, and you're very unique in that you came to real estate. Like you said, you kind of had a chunk of change and didn't know what to do with it. And a lot of investors come in with no money whatsoever but they know they want real estate so I think that you have such a great perspective on things because I mean real estate attracts all types and anyone can be successful and you don't have to be in your 40s with a family and a w-2 to be successful you can be in your early 20s and a kid that doesn't know what he's doing or I mean you've done a lot with self-education as have I I mean anyone that's listening to this is probably doing quite a bit of self-education would you say there was one thing that really, other than Grant Cardone, another uh, something else that kind of taught you the most as far as learning real estate investing? 
So as far as so Grant Cardone kind of was a spark, and then um, I think you were probably one of the first real estate investors that I like that was like full time jumping right into it that I met. And then you told me you're like you have to listen to Bigger Pockets. Mm-hmm. And then once you told me that, I jumped right into that. And um, I mean, everybody learned so much from Bigger Pockets. And you took just, action. You know, yeah. I sent you Rashad Port out as well, and you read it. I did. No, I read it. Um, still one of my favorite books. Yeah, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and listening, just kind of listening. I'm listening, listening, listening. But you listen for so long until you actually need to take action. And um, finally, <laughs> I stopped listening and started taking some action. So Right. That's right. And well, and I want to say I've been at this so long. Podcasts didn't exist when I started. So mm-hmm. I had to actually read books. Uh, yeah. And I was thrilled once I could get some on Audible. Um, but I was so uneducated when I started in this process. I promised you guys, like, it, it, I mean, I messed up 17 different ways. I really didn't know how to run numbers on commercial. I just bought it and knew it was better than paying rent, you know, things like that. Like, I, when I discovered Bigger Pockets, and here I was, you know, five, six, seven years in at that point, and I started listening to their podcasts because I think their original content is some of the best out there. Yeah. Um, and they were educating me, and I said, "Wow, you know, I've probably been at this longer than some of these guys." And it's just amazing, you know, how formats like this are so helpful. So, it, Chandler, and I both hope that um, anyone that tunes in can learn something. But our focus is going to be Savannah, Georgia. We live here, we work here, we both invest here. And that's really our goal is that, you know, other investors that invest in Savannah will also join us, maybe come on and talk about what they're doing. Uh, but we really want to learn and grow and cash flow in Savannah. We're just very proud of this market. I think we're in the one of the best in the country, honestly. Yeah, it's a great, great market to be in. A ton of building everywhere you go, even kind of in the outside areas of Savannah. There's a ton of building in the Pooler, Richmond Hill, Garden City. Um, Savannah is just growing and a ton of money is coming here. So it's a, it's a great market to be in. It is a great market. And most people that aren't here, they only know about the historic district. But Chandler, you and I know, and many of our audience is also going to know, there's a lot of areas to get to know. So we're very committed as part of this podcast to bring in investors that aren't just buying, you know, short-term rentals in the historic district. We want to hear from all different people in the area, what they're doing, where they think, you know, the best deals are. Um, It's important to learn a market, you know, in its entirety and not just say, oh, well, I've only heard of Pooler. I'm just going to focus on that. You know, there might be something else that'll work well for you. Um, I am an agent and I primarily work with out-of-state buyers and I always try to educate them on the markets they've never heard about because those tend to be the better values. You know, mm-hmm. you kind of want to find the, the the thing that's hidden that no one else is yeah, looking for. Yeah, everybody's kind of going, like you said, downtown Savannah. Um, and really the outskirts is where the hidden treasure is. And um, I totally agree. having people that know about that for sure is huge. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. So the format that we're going after twice a month, we're going to try to have local real estate investors that are doing their thing. They're going to have their own perspective. And hopefully we all learn from that. 
once a month, we're going to bring someone in from out of the market just to talk about a different strategy. They may or may not have ever been to Savannah. It doesn't matter. And then once a month, Chandler and I are just going to do a market rundown for everyone because everything changes. The only thing that stays the same is absolutely nothing. So we want to keep talking about what's going on in the market. Um, we have cranes everywhere. There's road construction everywhere. And there are rumors everywhere. So we're going to keep talking about the market once a month, just kind of a market update. So speaking of market update, what are you seeing? I am seeing very, it is May of 2023, just for context. I'm seeing very high interest rates and I don't like it. And I'm seeing very high pricing because, and that frustrates me because those two don't go together. As the interest rates rise, the pricing should drop and it's not. Yep. We're in such a hot market right now. Money is flowing in. We have a lot of new industry Everyone's talking about the Hyundai plant out in Pembroke, you know, that we Chandler, you and I have known about that for several years, you know, like we have a lot of industry coming in. So because of all the demand, we just aren't seeing those price reductions. We did have one at the first quarter of this year, it, things we were able to get fire sales, but, you know, as an investor myself, I like to buy in cash and then cash out refi. Well, my cash comes from a line of credit. And because of the high interest rates, my credit is, you know, two thirds higher than it was. And man, I just, oh, it frustrates me every day. I can't tell you the cost of money is just so much higher. Yeah. So I am frustrated with the interest rates and high prices. I don't know what's going to happen, but it's got to be part of the math. Yeah, no, it's interest rates are such a, Nobody knows what's going to happen with interest rates. I've heard some people say, oh, it's going to go down, and then it goes up. There's some people saying, oh, it's going to go up, and it goes down. It's just such a weird market to be in. It's crazy. Um, it's not saying you can't find deals, but um, you'd have to work a little bit harder to find some deals. Definitely. Sure. If you have cash, it's always possible to get the best price. I just I can't even say that enough, which is why I went the route of getting lines of credit because I wanted to be able to offer cash because whether the interest rates are high or low, the lower purchase price that you can get from the beginning, I mean, that's when you really make your money. So um, anyone that's out there that has cash, you're obviously going to be in the best, you know, spot for that. Yeah, no doubt. So but Savannah is a great place to be. It's if you ever want to invest, I suggest come down and just see for yourself. You're going to see I mean, just driving in, it's just, you're going to see warehouse after warehouse, and then you get downtown, and it's just more building. Um, seems like a lot of apartments are going downtown. Hotels are being built downtown, um, expanding. So it's a growing market for sure. One, one thing that's going on in the historic district that not a lot of people are talking about, speaking of hotels, because they're in, in the historic district, they're actually doubling the size of the um, civic center. So we're going to be able to attract a lot more visitors and a lot more conventions. And that's a lot of money. I mean, we're in the tourism industry, you know, in Sidwis here, we handle short-term rentals in the area. And, and that's big for us. We're really excited about that. But as the money moves towards the hotel industry, as they're watching the tourism really grow in the next few years, one of the biggest things they've done recently is that an investment group, and I just a lunch with one of the owners was very interesting. They bought the Savannah Hotel, and it's one of the historic hotels in Savannah, which was bought many years ago, and it was converted to a commercial condominiums. It's a commercial space, so you can use it for anything. So it was converted to office space many years ago. And I think 
I could be getting this wrong. I'm sorry if I misquote it, but my understanding is it's about a hundred thousand square feet of office space, the old Savannah hotel, but this new group has purchased it as everything is trading right now and they're converting it back into a hotel. So we're losing about a hundred thousand square feet of commercial office space in the historic district. And there are many, many, many businesses that are really stressing right now, trying to find space. So outside of Savannah, you're hearing all these people talk about, you know, how commercial is bad and commercial is going to go down. We're not seeing this here as tourism comes in and takes over a lot of the square footage. The commercial guys are out. Um, also, as rents increase, I know many business owners in I, we keep talking about the historic district, but specifically in the historic district, and they're losing their spots because of, you know, the booming tourism, they're getting, you know, priced out with rent. My, one of my friends has a seafood restaurant on river street and he went from 11,000 a month to 15. And now they want 24,000 a month for his space. And he he's out, it's his livelihood. Uh, right. So there's a lot going on here in, in many areas. Yeah, for sure. And then, and then you mentioned the in-market arena and that's bringing, yeah. I mean, they're bringing concert after concert and not just like small concerts they are bringing some good people and that's just bringing a ton of people. So yeah, I can tell, I can see why people want hotels downtown. Um, and I can see why it's expanding. I hope we get more sports in Savannah. We, I love it. I just had a great conversation about that this morning and, and in market arena, for those of you who are not familiar, that's on the West side and it's very close to downtown. Um, but that's one of the last areas to really gentrify, but money is just flowing in on the West side right now because of, you know, the growth there. It's, it's really amazing. Yeah. It's really changed. So if you enjoy Savannah real estate, please tune in and listen every week. We will be having a podcast come out. Um, also, please go on and leave a comment, do some sort of subscribe, leave a comment, leave a review that would be very helpful and share as well. Um, so please sit back and enjoy. Thank you so much.